Thank you again for joining me and accommodating me on this third part of a view on violence and oppression. I didn't mean to take it that long to lay out this subject, but it's to me not as sexy or as simple as maybe other ones I have presented to you, but I think I'm trying to help, yeah, raise the awareness of how bad things seem, but how positive and strong we all can be. Let me go back a bit. I think on part one, I kind of misstated this because I am, for these three parts of a view on violence and oppression, I am trying to raise your awareness. That's all I can do. I said earlier in many, many podcasts, I do not have the magical words or the magical wand to resolve any problems you have that might be similar to mine, you know, marriages, divorces, surgeries, work, no work. No, we all go through challenges like, challenges like that in our lives. So I don't have any answers or solutions, but go back to part one, make sure I'm clear. I am trying to help you to raise your awareness of what you do have and where your power your intelligence and your energy comes from. But I hope that that clarifies a bit for the, the first one, and hopefully this third one can tie it in. But also, if I'm asking you to raise your awareness and into your daily presence, what I've called currency for me that drives me every day, that process is slow, it's a slow turn Particularly, you have to change your perspectives or consider altering your perspectives on something that is fairly new to you, not new under the sun, but new to you in terms of practice. But to do this, I'm saying you have to let go of how you used to do it or what they say or other traditions that you've been subject to and have followed blindly for many, many years, but you didn't create them. And you probably didn't agree to them without questioning them in the first place. So when I talk about resilience and how I'm so passionate about the book itself, the content of these 820 podcasts, I'm not proposing that they can help you in the next 10 minutes and you have the situation of being having a gun locked and loaded and pointed at your head. Now, I'm sure I don't have that answer to resolve that. But right now, I'm not under a threat, and I presume you are not. And we're having this conversation, or I'm recording it and you're listening. But perhaps in that case, resilience can help you in this moment to accept and prepare for what's happening right now, not for the past or for the future, but for this present moment right here that we have. Nothing I have to give you can actually save you. You, unfortunately, have to do that for yourself and as it should be. I could never put myself as anyone can save anything. Yes, I've been put in positions to lead and to manage, but not because I was the best person to do it. Maybe it was just my time to do it and I did succeed in doing it, more times than not. Maybe 
just maybe, as you consider applying this philosophy of resilience, you apply that to yourself and consider, my, use my words, but then changing them. I'm talking about resilience that has the beauty of your presence. It means raising your awareness of you at your essence, at your core, of your environment. And then, having done that, you'd be surprised how the environment or the conditions you are in have a different feel to them now, a different look to them, a different impression, and it's your best you can do at this moment in time. And then you can reflect on that feeling with your best presence at that time as well. And that's because you will allow the best inspiration, the best frequency, that little innocent heartbeat that is becoming more and more part of your daily awareness awareness, and in your presence. And perhaps, maybe finally, you find and feel no need to apply violence or oppression to yourself or to others. Maybe I'm just a lost optimist. Maybe that perspective on the value of awareness won't help or won't stop oppression or aggression against you or from others. Maybe so. Certainly, the quick overview of the issues I have experienced seem large or huge to me. As I said, we all have those histories, some better, some not so good. But the main thing is we are here now having this discussion about those bad things that also had some goodness or lessons in them as well. You know, that yin-yang dynamic thing, the good, bad, and ugly dynamic. And we also have the constant common connection of beauty, of inspiration and presence. We should just consider that softer underbelly as much as we focus on the rough, sometimes not so pretty exterior. Yes, we can still have or experience war in our world or in this heaven of awareness. Consider that. You can still experience war in a heaven of awareness. I have to talk about that a little more. There's a section about that in the book. I have to uh, tease that out into another podcast. But the prerequisite is that we have retired in our minds oppression, opened up our awareness from the heart of inspiration, and applied how we listen, believe, follow, lead, and message with each other without a foundation of fear or ego or violence or necessary oppression. Doing that, we can commit our respected, respective and shared confidence in our own innocence. That we lost many years ago, now you can never go back to it. But they mentioned in other podcasts to recover or rediscover that childness, that childish, that childness of us that we also have, but it's buried underneath the layers of maybe experience aggression, oppression, 
or resistance. Thank you for taking time with me through these three episodes on a view on violence and oppression. At the end, I'm trying to say, as always, don't do that to yourself. Take another route inside and higher from your heart that sustains you and keeps you present and current. Until then, it is always 820.